the trade. Welcome back to the trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the Reason Apple Podcast. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag Banana Cats. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I wanted to ask you something before we jump in to what we want to talk about today. We just got done watching the Aaron Carter fight. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not expecting me to bring this up, but I just have to talk about it. What do you think? Um, when people talk about Logan Paul and like Mayweather, Jake, and saying that like this, those things are embarrassment to boxing. Those are not an embarrassment to boxing. Aaron Carter being in a ring, pretending that he... It was terrible. That was, it, was, it, was in, it was enjoying to watch him be such an idiot and do his little spinning moves and running around the ring hiding from him. But it like... <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. I'll, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. What did you Those think? huge gloves. Those huge <laughs> gloves they used, man. I'm like, okay, first of all, you need those big old cushions plus headgear. Like, can't we just pick one or the other? Did you see the size difference between Lamar and Aaron Carter? That's why the headgear was there. Because if it wasn't there, Aaron would probably be dead. There were some okay. of those hits. That I don't want to see him. I don't want to see nobody dead, you know. But a nice oh, I'm not, knockout, I'm not being like, a nice clean knockout. That would have been nice. It wasn't going to happen with those with that headgear, didn't he? Didn't he exactly. call it? Didn't he call it himself? Wasn't he like, "I'm done"? I like. Yeah, he was on one knee. He's like, I just he couldn't get up. He couldn't do it. He knew. He was in over his head for sure. But what about the beginning when they announced Aaron? Announced him as having a baby on the way. That's scary. I mean, we've they've mentioned it, but like you're mentioning it before your boxing debut, so it's pretty serious, right? I mean, it looks like it's definitely going to happen. It's not a. I don't. If if he's lying about it at this point, like that's so weird. But it wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't put it past that guy at all. But I I think it's actually going to happen. Him as a dad. There's probably worse parents out there than Aaron Carter. But but how weird that guy is. I don't (laughs) know if he should have children. He's just going to be like, (laughs) no disrespect. I'm not trying to hate. But like, we've all watched his live stream. (laughs) He's hard of breaking habits, you know. You just see him in his room, smoking cigarettes, weed, just doing his thing, and being a musician that he is. I feel like it'd be hard for for him to break away from that after. <laughs> just I don't know. I don't well, know. I, how rich he pretends he is, he'll probably go into debt and get like some stay at home nanny or something like that. <laughs> he'll actually raise his child. So hopefully he gets that, and then maybe. Maybe his mom will help. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, the kid will 
hopefully not come out completely messed up by the time he's 18. I don't know. That's a we'll hard see, one. right? We'll see. Yeah, you know, they say seeing your child the first time sometimes changes you, but I... Oh, right. Yeah, true. I... I you to think stay positive, hold the baby I hope, I hope it does. I hope it... No, 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 no. He holds a baby and I... Maybe, maybe. He's a whole maybe, different man. <laughs> maybe. You know, they, they do say, I, I've never had children, but I've heard that from. Yeah, I've heard that too. From multiple people before. So, and I, I've, I've known people that were kind of deadbeat kind of people. And then they, once they became a dad or a mom, they kind of became really good people. But we're talking about Aaron Carter here, <laughs> who is a trash human being. One last thing, and we'll move on. Uh, he went on the Wendy Williams show, and I only watched this today because it, came, it was on my suggested. And I was like, okay, he's fighting. He went on here for some promotion for his fight. Let's see what he has to say, right? So I watched it. The only thing that really stu- stood out in that interview was when Wendy was like, so your brother, he is on One Direction, right? And the crowd's like, no, right, no, like, no. And he goes, no, no, he's on NSYNC. He's in NSYNC. <laughs> he like, said ima- that? Yeah, imagine being Nick watching that. And then you'd be like, I hope Lamar knocks your, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I could just, just, he cringe, just cringe. Uh... Hilarious. Hilarious. I don't know. I hope he fades out of everyone's radar in the next 10 years. I mean, he's not. I think he did. I, you know, he was uh, very loud and boisterous on Instagram and the whole troll, the black web, all that craziness. And then they got quiet again. I feel like after uh, just a few things that happened, I, I, I noticed things getting quiet again. But then the boxing thing came, and I feel like he felt like this was going to bring him back into, like, entertainment, and he even said that he was going to use the money to get back into the studio, and I just feel like he used this as, like, an opportunity that he thought was going to pan out, and Lamar <laughs> obviously won, so he it just created a bigger meme, I feel like, no matter what. It's such a scuffed situation yeah he did not but, come uh, out i mean it, you can give him the fact that he stood in the ring against a giant i'll give him that <laughs> but... he looked like a little elf like I... <laughs> <laughs> he was so messy and, and all nothing over against lamar but lamar is not by any means a skilled fighter and he was just dominant either way either way you can't really be proud of beating up a 90 pound man and then you can't really be <laughs> I don't know, proud of being as messy as you were in the ring like Aaron was. It was just hilarious. It was comedy. If you, I hope nobody bought it, but I, but if you do want to go see it, just go watch it for free on YouTube somewhere. It's hilarious. It, that's how me and Sway were watching it because Gina, she, she was like, he's fighting. I'm like, oh, okay, we got to watch this. Like, <laughs> we got to watch it. But I mean, it's when you think about the the fight that just happened compared to that, Oh yeah, like it's like and the one that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, yeah the yeah. one that's happening tomorrow, which is the one me and me and G always have. We love fights, but we always have like kind of opposite opinions about who's gonna win and why. Which is always it's it's really fun. Like I I love that part of our friendship. But 
but I'm excited for this one. This one's yeah. this, it's gonna be crazy. Okay, so getting into the podcast after talking about um <laughs> just the randomness, this I came across, and it's something that I know I feel like it could be maybe common sense, maybe. But I feel like it's interesting because more and more new technology comes out all the time. So the title is, It's Far Too Easy for Abusers to Exploit Smart Toys and Trackers. The wearable technology market is booming with half a billion wearables sold globally. Apps on these devices or the devices themselves often claim to monitor our health, to spot illnesses, track our workouts to help us reach our fitness goals, or keep an eye on our children's whereabouts to enhance their safety even. But they're also divisive. Supporters of wearable technology claim that health trackers should be prescribed by the NHS and could even deliver an early warning of a possible COVID-19 infection. GPS tracking devices designed to be worn by children, meanwhile, are seen as a safety asset for parents. Yet studies have found fitness trackers to be too inaccurate and misleading to be used by medical professionals. And that because they found rushed to market, wearables of all kinds are an insecure Wild West region of technology that requires urgent regulation. In a recent report, we looked at security risks associated with wearable devices as well as smart toys that can record children in their homes. We found a concerning lack of security, especially for devices aimed at children, which lack even the most basic cybersecurity precautions, leaving them open to abuse. A lot of this stuff is personal data also, but the trackers, like, do you think that they're safe for children? Even more concerning are devices designed to be worn by children, sales of which are expected to reach $875 million by 2025. These watches are marketed as wearable tech to keep kids safe, tracking their location and alerting parents when the watch's onboard SOS button is pressed or if the child travels beyond a, you know, the certain area that's in there. Smartwatches as safety devices on children's wrists may sound like a boon for anxious parents. But the children's smartwatches found that the important SOS button either got stuck or didn't work at all in most cases. You know, flaws in some smartwatches accompanying apps have raised serious safety concerns. Security researchers have found that they could have not only easily accessed children's historical route data, like their path to and from school, and monitor their geolocation in real time. But they could also speak directly to the child through the watch without the call being reported in the parent's app, which is scary. Like things like that could happen. And I think that is an, uh, something it, with any type of technology that you hand your child, like we always say, it needs to be monitored. Like no matter what it is, it, you're handing them technology. Like things can happen. And if you're not doing your own research before you're buying stuff or your own research before you're handing your kid something, it's your own fault, I feel like. Can you should research you should research that stuff. I feel like that article is um leaving out the fact that we all already have phones that are have all that information already on it. So if you give your kid a modern day cell phone a hacker or somebody like that can get all that information. They can track your routes. 
they can talk to i mean they could call the phone they could text the phone there's there's just i mean the the watches are just a a smaller different version of basically the same technology that's already on all of our smartphones right exactly what you're saying the very last part of this it yeah. does mention that it says Clearly monitoring people's health via wearable trackers has the potential to radically improve access to medical care. Likewise, every parent wants their child to be safe. Smart devices like mobile phones before them could be a reliable tool for checking in with them. Exactly what you said. It was at the very end. Um, so it's true. You know, why go out and buy this extra stuff when you could just give them a phone and you can regulate it? Because it is an amazing tool and people might think, oh, I'm handing them a phone. I'm handing them access to all this stuff. It's like you can regulate it. You can even regulate it from your own phone and make sure that they're not using those things. So you just have to know how to use it. Well, the, the other thing that's really scared me about that is like how they're marketing it the way they sound like. How could the SOS thing not work? That like that that seems like, like how, how is that coding yeah. not perfect? Like I just. That defeats the whole purpose of having it. Like, what the heck? Yeah. But, I mean, I can see the pros and cons to all of it. You can see the pros and cons to a cell phone, things like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Maybe, maybe the wrist thing for, you know, kids who aren't old enough to really have a phone. Maybe that is a route to go. But how far is your kid exploring to where you need to have them have a GPS monitor on them? Like, I just... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a different time. Where are they going? Yeah, where are they going? They, yeah. Yeah, where are you letting them go? Like, like where <laughs> you need? I, I don't know. I just have a lot of questions, but at the same time, I think I maybe can... it's just for like it, it, those parents that uh, are very cautious and think about every possible outcome, and maybe they think that their kid could be taken on their way you know i i could see where sell. those you know down the line if they got super popular that could actually help finding kids you know kids that have been taken and things like that maybe the mm -hmm. person doesn't realize the, the if it'll the, work right yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they don't realize the watch does that you know i mean that, that uh, there's pros and cons to all of it i think it's all about how you use it also how well it's designed so if you got one that's got problems with the sos button not working that's just go buy a cell phone. Yeah, for real. I mean, this is a good transition to maybe why you should be monitoring all your stuff. This was reported June 8th, coming out of Riverside, California, Riverside County. Uh, the NBC Palm Springs reported this. Sweeps targeting, uh, you know, weirdos. Net 25 arrests across Riverside County. A series of law enforcement operations throughout Riverside County targeting individuals soliciting encounters with children netted 25 arrests, authorities reported Tuesday. The county's anti-human trafficking task force joined other agencies statewide in Operation Intercept, in which law enforcement personnel utilized social media and other online platforms to target adults seeking to lure children under 14 years of age to engage in weird stuff. The intent of Operation Intercept was to locate potential predators who actively sought minors on social media platforms for the purpose of committing lewd acts, according to a statement released by Riverside County Sheriff's Department. This operation was also meant to reduce internet child predator activity 
actively seeking to commit lewd acts with minors throughout Riverside, he said. During the month-long operation, men seeking stuff with minors initiated online conversation with law enforcement personnel posing as children, according to the Sheriff's Department. The suspect then arrived at a predetermined meeting location and were arrested and transported to county jail. Arrestees ranged from age from 22 to 61. The men were residents of Riverside County, cities including Palm Desert, Indio, Moreno Valley, and Moretta. Other residents, others resided in Los Angeles and San Bernardino counties. Most of the individuals arrested in the county sweeps were booked on suspicion of solicitation of a minor and arranging to meet with a minor with intent to engage in lewd acts. Others were booked in, booked on suspicion of possessing a firearm and distributing CP and violating parole. I, these, this is another one of those articles that I feel like I've, like we've said in previous episodes, I feel like I've read a billion times because the wording's the same. They're the same operations. It seems like the police departments are really trying to step up how they're going at these type of dudes, they're realizing that they really do need to be active decoys, be all over the social media. Kudos to them. I, I like reading these stories. I like seeing big numbers, uh, 25 guys over a few months. That's that's a lot of people that could do a lot of damage. Yeah, that's amazing to hear. I, uh, I That's really all I have for this one. There's not really much to really say with these, uh, these, these type of busts anymore besides... Uh, Thank you to law enforcement for doing what you guys do. Keep keep you doing it. Like I don't I don't know what else to say besides. Yeah, thank you thank for making you. it more of a priority. I feel like we just see more and more and more of it, and that's that's amazing, especially compared to when we first started this. Absolutely. Just when you think about just a few years ago, uh, we'd have to spend a lot of time finding these larger busts, and like it doesn't take me very long to find the bus. It's usually just you know finding other articles to make sure that. Things actually went down. The numbers are all the same, but they're happening all the time. So thank you to the Leos that uh, that took care of these weirdos. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. Banana Cats. Much love. Peace.